This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 23. The Three Loves Theory by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Hey everyone, I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator right here on Optimal Living Daily Relationships. This is where I bring you some of the best relationship blogs on the planet every weekday for free. Today I have a post from the New York Times best-selling author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Mark Manson is frequently covered on Optimal Living Daily, so if you're already subscribed to that podcast, you've likely heard Justin Mullick narrate some of Mark's articles before. If not, just search for Optimal Living Daily from wherever you're listening to this show and hit the subscribe button. Also, a little pre-warning, this post has some adult language in it, so if you're listening to this in the car with your kids, you may want to save it for later. We have beeped out all of the adult language, so I'll leave that decision up to you. I just wanted to give you a little heads up. So for now, let's hear today's post from Mark Manson and continue optimizing your life. The Three Loves Theory by Mark Manson of markmanson.net My favorite model for relationships comes from the work of anthropologist Helen Fisher. She's dedicated decades of her life and her career to studying and understanding love, intimacy, and relationships. This post will cover her three loves theory, a theory that I find incredibly helpful for understanding relationships. The premise of the three loves theory is that not all love is experienced equally. Anyone with a fair amount of romantic sexual experience could tell you that love and passion come in different flavors. With some people, it's intense and furious. With others, it's mellow and sensitive. With some, it's tumultuous with a lot of ups and downs. With others, it's slow and consistent over a long period of time. But this isn't just theorizing. Scientists like Fisher have studied the cognitive and neurobiological processes underlying attraction and love, and they've begun to pinpoint different emotions that occur at different stages of romantic relationships. Through these studies, Fisher was able to map the neurobiological components of each love experience and then match them to real-world social realities. The three loves that she came up with are the following. Lust, passion, and commitment. These three loves occur in different parts of the brain and occur independently from each other. For instance, you can be in lust with someone but have no perceived commitment to them. For example, one night stands. But before we get into that, let's cover what the three loves are specifically. Love number one, lust. Lust is a feeling that anyone should be able to relate to easily. 
It comes from the reptilian brain and is pure instinctual reproduction. Lust is a yes-no proposition. Basically, do you want to have sex with this person at this moment? It's instantaneous and based on pretty straightforward physical and behavioral components of attraction. Lust can also leave just as quickly as it came. It's transitory and shifts constantly within a person. It has no attachment or favoritism. It's really as simple as, do I want to f*** him or her right now? Yes or no? Love number two, passion. Passion is the emotional connection that occurs between two people. It's rooted in the mammalian brain. Two people in passion are considered smitten. They stare at each other, want to spend every hour of every day together, stay up until 6 a.m. together talking, think newlyweds and honeymoons, think romantic getaways, think Romeo and Juliet. Passion is created by having a high degree of emotional chemistry, as well as cultivating a sense of newness or spontaneity within the relationship. Hence, old married couples who plan romantic getaways to rekindle the passion in their relationship. Passion has an incredible power to override a person's logical functioning. It often cajoles us into making less than stellar statements and commitments. It's the boyfriend who says he loves his new girlfriend and then four months later changes his mind. It's the girl who dreams for a year of moving in with her boyfriend and then as soon as she does, she realizes she doesn't love him as much as she thought. It causes us to get caught up in the moment and project an endless and utopian future for the relationship. Passion cannot be cultivated without lust, although a couple can remain passionate with one another after the lust disappears. Again, think of an old married couple. Passion's death is wrought by lack of shared experience and lack of newness. Once a couple hits the point after 6-12 to 12 months together where the newness of the other person starts to wear off, a serious test of their compatibility will arise. If that couple can merge their lives together in such a way that they continuously share their new experiences with one another, then passion will continue. If not, then it will eventually fall by the wayside. Which brings us to the third and final love. Love number three, commitment. If two people remain in passion for long enough and there is a long-term compatibility where they can continue to share new life experiences together indefinitely, then commitment will arise. Commitment is an unbelievably powerful feeling and occurs rarely in life. Commitment is when the passion of love number two persists to the point that it's unconditional. Couples that are in love number two and not love number three will often feel great until something happens. He loses his job, she has a miscarriage, he starts drinking, etc. Commitment is when you emotionally accept and love the other person's flaws as much as their strengths. Scientists have actually shown that for couples who reach that level of commitment, their senses of self actually merge with the other person. When they observe neural activation patterns in these people, if you ask a man married for 20 years to think about his wife getting into a car accident and then ask him to think about himself getting into a car accident, the same self-spots in his brain will light up, whereas it won't for anybody else, and it won't for couples who have not been at the third love of commitment for a long period of time. Commitment arises with the idea that the relationship will persist indefinitely. The only way it can end is if one or both parties of a relationship change individually to the point 
where it becomes harmful for the other person to self-identify with their partner. Again, think of the husband who becomes an alcoholic, or the wife who keeps cheating, etc. Sometimes, even then, the power of commitment holds on, depending on the people. Passion and lust can disappear well after commitment arises without affecting the commitment. In this way, each love is a prerequisite for the subsequent love to emerge, but once it has, it's no longer necessary. Lust is needed for passion, but passion can exist later without it. Passion must exist for commitment, but later on, commitment can exist without it. There are timetables for each love. Although these are very arbitrary and will vary widely from person to person and couple to couple. But it's helpful to think about this. Lust is instantaneous and comes and goes constantly, being very easy to retrieve once lost. Passion takes anywhere from a few days to a few weeks to emerge and usually sticks around for three to six months. In highly compatible couples, it will persevere but still require effort and constant communication to maintain beyond a couple years. Commitment arises after anywhere from one to three years together and remains for a lifetime unless two people grow apart as individuals, in which case it often takes years to undo itself. You just listened to the post titled The Three Loves Theory by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As I mentioned earlier, Mark Manson is an author frequently read on Optimal Living Daily, so make sure and subscribe to that podcast if you'd like to hear more from him and other authors who write about personal development and minimalism. You can subscribe by simply searching for Optimal Living Daily from wherever you're listening to this show. Also, for those of you who may not already know, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Living Daily Relationships are actually part of a much larger network of podcasts where we narrate blog posts to you for free. The others include Optimal Finance Daily, Optimal Health Daily, and Optimal Startup Daily. Well, that's 23 episodes down for Optimal Living Daily Relationships. Thank you so, so much for listening and subscribing to the show. Have a wonderful Wednesday and I hope to see you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. 
Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.